All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is Dr. Matt. I am the host of the Roadie Strength Podcast. I'm also the owner and physical therapist over at Strength and Sport. Today we have uh, another great guest on, Daniel. Uh, he is a chef over at the Vanderbilt, and he has a pretty extensive CrossFit background. So, without further ado, what's going on, Daniel? Not much, not much. I was <laughs> starting. This is my first podcast, so it was like, I don't know. It was like it's kind of weird in in, a, in my second language. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, well, hey, let's if you make want, it happen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> if you want to spit some Spanish out here and there, that's that's fine too. That works. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> This is also our, our first video podcast, so uh, we're going to be putting this up on YouTube if it comes out all right. Uh, if you don't see it on YouTube, that means the video didn't, didn't come out, but <laughs> we'll try again next time if that happens. But let's get right into it. We'll do some uh, icebreaker rapid-fire questions. You ready? Yes. All right. I'm going to start with a... And you can you can say, we're going to we're gonna put the Vanderbilt. You can't use the Vanderbilt, because that's the obvious choice, because you're the chef okay, there. Yeah, Other than the Vanderbilt, best restaurant in Newport. Um, or you know what? Let's go best restaurant in Newport and Rhode Island. And Rhode Island. Okay. I'll say I'll put different hours of like restaurants because okay. like basically, you know that I'm always for breakfast vibes. You you love breakfast. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and uh, to be honest, CrossFit and breakfast goes well. Like after that, remember when we used to work out and you used to like looking for a place to have a breakfast after yeah. the lifter, like well, yeah. after the weightlifting in the morning. So we always go to Blue Plate Diner on uh, Sundays. I hate the time that I have to pay the bill for. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. We gotta tell that. So already we got a side story. Uh, so shout out to Alex and Randy. We'll get we'll get them on here soon. But uh, they. They love to uh, mess around, play some bets, do some gambling, of course, just like the rest of us. And uh, we go to Blue Plate Diner one day after doing some weightlifting on Sunday, uh, which was our routine at Spartan. Every Sunday, we throw down two hours, literally just only lifts, snatch clean and jerk. A lot of fun. Brew some coffee, have some fun, slam some bars. <laughs> and, uh, and we went to Blue Plate Diner afterwards. We usually go to breakfast after. And they, they decided to do the credit card roulette. I don't think you even knew what they were talking about. No, at the beginning, I was like, well, and I was happy because I was like, oh, okay, so idiot's going to pay the, the, the yeah, bill. Yeah, yeah, But, well, guess who was the, the, the idiot? And I think the last ones were you and me, right? Yeah, and I was like super nervous and I was like, why are we going to leave So, I mean, it... it it, I think it was probably like four or five, maybe six of us. It was. A it good was your girlfriend. It was yeah. Randy. It was um, Alex, Chris. Alex, not Alex. No, no, Alex. Alex Quinn, was Alex there. Quinn, Alex, Alex Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. So there's a good group of us, and we all put our credit cards in the in a hat. Somebody had a hat. Yeah. And said to the uh, to the waiter, "Hey, we're doing credit card roulette. <laughs> Whoever's card you pull out is paying." Or I think we did it one by one. It was yeah. the last card standing was the one. So it builds suspense. So yeah. maybe Randy's card came out, Alex, Chris, my girlfriend. Then it was just left up to me and you at the very end. Yeah. Pull mine out and then you were one, you were the one left to pay. Yeah, it was really <laughs> sad, dude. And I remember that this, the server saw my face and I was like, hey, you don't worry. I'm going to bring you a Corona for you. <laughs> so, he, so he brings you a Corona. And he's like, this is this is on the house because <laughs> he saw how sad he was. This was at like twelve o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this Why is too to drink, but <laughs> I guess just I'll do it. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, that was a blue. We we frequented that place. So so breakfast spot. What, breakfast what's spot. your best breakfast spot? Yeah, well, you know the obvious for me is like saying the Vanderbilt. 
Uh, the oh, last yeah, time yeah. that I was there, uh, I went with my family the last May. They came yeah. from, like, to visit me in Mexico, well, from Mexico, and we went to New York, to be honest. We were in many places in New York. I don't know. It was something almost all closed. So when really? we came... Yeah, oh, it was during the pandemic. Yeah, We went to New York, yeah. So we, well, when we came here, it was this May, but even like the breakfast place in New York, I was expecting more. Mm. And to be honest... Vanderbilt kills, like, killed them, <laughs> killed them, like over there. Like the breakfast at Vanderbilt was amazing, and it's a guy who is in charge of one, like one guy making all, all the breakfast. Now it's two guys, but it's like really cool dudes. Like his name is CJ, the chef over there in the breakfast. Mm. He's an amazing, and the breakfast with my family was really good. Good coffee, good vibes, the servers, nice. the ambience, and you have like in the garden. That was a really good breakfast. That was my best breakfast in there. But to be honest, the second one that I well, I never been with you in there, but it's like the normally I'm with or people in there, but it's uh, what's the corner cafe? <clears throat> oh yeah, that's Cor- a lot of people's favorite corner yeah, cafe. Corner yeah. cafe is a really good one, and there's a big line always. Always. Like, yeah, it's like you have Even, to be with time to yeah. like, or it'd be super earlier or spend thirty minutes just in the line just to yeah. be in there. So I even was, if it's raining, people out there getting wet and I know, dude. It's, it's good. Dude. It's a good spot because yeah. basically I've I've been drinking in, in and other spots. I don't want to judge other spots. Sure, sure. So I, I prefer not to say the names. Sure. But it's like, damn. One day I went to one one breakfast place. Yeah. And the table was sticky. Uh, I was yeah. like, damn. I feel uncomfortable in this table. Right. And the prices are the same as Corner Cafe. It's like I don't understand why. Like I should go to other places. Mm. One other one that I like it for French toast, you know, I love fucking sweet things. I'm, I'm you know, I have <laughs> You love the pastries. Yeah, yeah, I love pastries. <laughs> pastries and coffee, pastries and coffee. That's yeah. That's what she'll say in my CrossFit shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, yeah, uh, it's like, for the audio listeners, we got, we got the AeroPress. Uh, we're drinking coffee right now. Yeah, and I went drinking a, a Stellar coffee, some Mexican coffee from Chiapas. Well, from Jalisco. There's two guys, one from Mexico City, one from Jalisco. And they have mixed, uh, coffee from different states, so every state is way different. And we brew it one from Aeropress from Matt, and I do the French press, the classic one. So yeah, we're drinking coffee. That's that's yeah. our vibes. <laughs> what was the place you were gonna say that has uh, the really good French toast? Uh, the other one is like a Frank Spa. Doesn't Frank sounds, Spa? Yeah, yeah. Frank Spa. Doesn't sound like a restaurant to be honest, but it's really good. It, as well. it is yeah. good. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. I think one of their claim to fame was. Um, I'm sure Taylor Swift has been here a couple times because she only lives in Westerly. But they're all they're claiming the fame is like, oh, Taylor Swift has come to Franklin Suave, blah, blah blah. So, so I get that some celebrity status <laughs> there. It's a cool spot, little hole yeah. in the wall on Spring Street. But yeah, I agree, good food. Yeah, it's I good never food. think of it when I'm going to breakfast. I should go there more often. I never yeah, think dude, of it. Maybe one day we're gonna go yeah. there with Chris. Um, yeah. Knows. So the other one, I'll say. What's the the place that we used to go after CrossFit sometimes? Well, like mornings uh, is like in the in Bellevue Crew Cafe. Crew Cafe. Crew yeah. Cafe is really good, but the problem is that always is so busy. They don't find a spot, so because yeah. it's all the Salve guys in there. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a busy spot. Be yeah, a popular among Salve students for sure. Yeah, so I I'll say that Blue Plate is good, but it's like I don't know. It's I, kind of it's it's what you expect from yeah. like a big diner style restaurant. Yeah, it's like yeah. I, I come from Guadalajara and they have like really big places to have like a breakfast. Like, well, not big, big, but like really nice restaurants. Like, we have like one that is San Pecado, that is everything healthy. Like, mm-hmm. we'll say healthy scene. Mm-hmm. And the other one, like, I love it. Whereas the, the owners of, well, 
the coffee the the owners of this coffee are the owners of this place is uh, Pal Real and they have another ones and are some amazing good pastries good breakfast so I have the competition between Guadalajara breakfast plus pots to Newport so it's like oh it's <laughs> Guadalajara is the winner yeah I'll say Guadalajara is the <laughs> you, winner and all you may be biased but Guadalajara is the winner <laughs> yeah but it's like it's the second most important city in Mexico so right, we right. need to have that because if not we suck <laughs> <laughs> what would you say the first is the capital Mexico what, what's the first most important the capital Mexican, Me- Mexico City Mexico City yeah, yeah. that's it and then what, what's after Guadalajara you think like Monterrey yeah yeah Monterrey is the third one or second one because it's like yeah. so in the same position gotcha yeah but to be honest like the both are nice it's, I've been yeah. in both cities and those different styles completely Monterrey yeah. is like it's like US like basically you go to Monterrey and you think that you're still in US the, the highways everything like that but mo- but Guadalajara is more bohemian style more cafe mm. restaurants and another art culture like mm. you go and you see like uh, all buildings a lot of art paints and like sculptures around the city it's like more artistic place cool so yeah nice. that's my city that's very nice shout out Guadalajara yeah I should go <laughs> uh, yeah one day man I'm, I'm willing to, to fly down there for sure um, how about best coffee best coffee in Newport I'll say simple merch yeah yeah and it's it's really close to here, but it's that, like yeah, I'll say kills all the places. Really? Yeah, dude. Like the guy who is in charge is Jordan, and he's an amazing guy. He makes a, well, he knows how to make really good coffee. The ambience in the in the coffee place is really good. Mm. So hipster, but like child at the same time. And the prices, I don't think, that are high for like the quality of coffee that he sells. And every time he opens different coffees, so sometimes you can drink a Guatemalan coffee, sometimes a Mexican coffee, sometimes a Ethiopian or something like that. It's always changing. Yeah, and like some other ones, like South American coffee is roasted in Vermont or different states in the US. So it's really interesting and you can find really good options. The break they are opening right now breakfast and it's like uh, it's a good spot to have a breakfast as well. Nice. So yeah, I would say that's one of like the good spots because like they have a coffee that kills all the coffees around because you can order like as well espressos, you can order pour over and he's doing that in front of you. You can order brew regular brews mm. or like different ways of coffee. So that's I would say that's my favorite spot for coffee. Sweet, I like it. Actually, I I still haven't been there yet, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go down there and check it out. Yeah, we need to go. We need to definitely go. I, I'm 100 to go whenever you want. Uh, we, we should make a uh, one day a workout on Asterix or someone like, and then just go there. I'm down. I'm yeah. in. Uh, next question: best bar, best bar in in uh, in Newport, or, or best place you want to go for a drink? Bars and board. Wait, what is the name of it? Bars and board. Um, it's on Thames Street. Shoot. Oh yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, but yeah. I I'll, know what you're talking about. I don't know if that's the name. I know I know what you're talking about though. It used to be the tea place. It's right next to Pelham. No. No? no On Thames Street, right next to it's Pelham. In front of the Blue Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, what's the name of it? We're gonna, we're gonna have to fact check uh what the name of that is. That's a good place for a drink? Yeah, the, that's the spot is really nice. The drinks that they you you can find there are really good. And well, you want to hang out like with some lady over there or something <laughs> like that. You take good. your girlfriend over there like 
it's pretty nice place. Bar and board. Bar and board. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Yeah, no, like, you, you know. Yeah. I, I told you. I told you. My, my sexy accent is yeah. killing me. <laughs> that's all good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to that place. See, that's that's relatively new. I mean, within the past like two three years, I think they yeah. they put that there because it used to be like a tea like style like coffee place there. Oh. But uh, I don't think it was ever too too busy. So that's um yeah, that's a nice spot, nice open like uh, um you can get, get like uh, airflow in there like yeah, and it's like yeah. two floors of like uh, of restaurants. It's nice. Yeah, it's dude. a nice. It's, like, it's a good spot. I will say, bar and bar. Sweet. It's a nice spot. Yeah, that's my favorite is for bar and drinking. So next question, we'll we'll come back to the restaurant stuff because I don't want to ask you and get into a little more of like uh how you're a chef and, and yeah. the expertise you have there. But we're going to transition a little bit to CrossFit. So first question here, the sneaker question. What's your favorite CrossFit shoe? We got Nanos, Nobles. You know that Nikes. I Nano. 100% Nano. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I have Nikes, but I was like, oh, I feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nanos. I 100% with Reebok. Yeah. I, I'm sold to Reebok, dude. I love the clothes. <laughs> I wear another ones, and it's like Reebok quality price styles yeah. are super weird well you were well i, I want to say that i want to say that <laughs> um did you see they um i was just in, up at uh, cross at providence they doing the workout and the coach just got a pair of the new uh the new nanos the fronings have you seen those yet no those yet. are cool looking those brand new brand new style they're very cool looking. you gotta check those out i need to i need to check that <laughs> out maybe i'm gonna buy when I yeah. start to learn it because i need to go back to crossfit yeah i've been dying without crossfit in my life like this time that i came back to us is like not crossfit mm. just gym is the gym is kind of boring i'm not the vibes of a gym guy like mm. I, I cannot be in front to the to the glass watching myself it's, it's like no i need to i need a competition like i remember when yeah. we used to work out together yeah it was really fun dude because i wanted to beat you up all days and you want to beat me up and That's we have right. that competition feeling uh-huh. even outside crossfit mm-hmm. it's like oh how many pancakes remember that when we used to go to ihop and like after fucking yeah. ihop at eight in the night nine nine yeah so we we're like just having breakfast and you wanted to beat me eating like a pancake so it's like hey you're gonna eat another one get me another one so it's like what's the what's the problem with get a competition no healthy <laughs> competition yeah. yeah i love that vibes like competition yeah. it's like that's awesome dude yeah and so so yeah let's talk about that a little bit so you before you had left you um because you went you had you had gone back to mexico because of the pandemic essentially yeah everything was closer yeah. so what's the point to stay just you know not doing anything right basically. not crossfit not anything yeah so yeah and then um and before before you had left you, you were part of spartan you're doing the crossfit workouts there um you'd left and then came back and things were opening up but it wasn't like 100 percent open yet yeah, it so weird. it was kind of a weird time but you were starting to get busy in the restaurant again, mm-hmm. and now you're crazy busy. Yeah, it's insane busy, but we are working right now. It's like, I don't have time for myself. I don't yeah. have time to work out. Like, less hours that I work in a week is like 57. And <laughs> dude, when I, every, everything was, was insane for people quitting and not too much labor in Newport, was yeah. like working 99 hours in a week. It's like, that's it's not, I've never insane. even heard of that. You're dude, the first, I, you told me today you worked 99 hours last week. No, not last week. It was like probably now. It's probably one month ago, but it's like that's insane. Yeah, dude, I was I've never heard burning. of anyone working that. That's like putting in like 13, 14 hour shifts seven days straight. <laughs> that's what you were doing, dude. Uh, it's like to be honest, I was 
it, that was six days, but I was working six a.m. to twelve p.m. Yeah, well, to twelve a.m. basically. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, when I I already finished, it's like I know that I won't sleep that good. Yeah. So I was worrying all, and it's like not to taking breaks, like not a good break during that time. Like right. Yeah, that was insane. Now hopefully it's like no, now it's not doing the same. Now when yeah. I'm working like twelve to twelve, twelve to eleven, two to eleven. Still long hours. Yeah. But a little, a little bit more manageable. Yeah. To be honest, after you work that, you think that this is like the glory, dude. Like <laughs> you're like oh, 57 hours. Yeah, it's I'm not living bad. Free. This is vacation. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's nuts. That's that's nuts. nuts. Was it just a staffing issue? They just didn't have enough staff at that, yeah, that time. Yeah. Stuff stuff issue labor issue that's crazy like, to be honest this is a problem in newport like nobody wants to work it's, it was it was everywhere i mean yeah. especially newport but literally everywhere they couldn't find staff nobody yeah. nobody was available to work nobody wanted to work they didn't have enough people to work yeah like, and the thing is this industry is like being like super aggressive this industry mm. and like culinary especially mm. well all food and beverage industry is like really bad so damn dude like you are losing people from that. Like I heard that probably the half a percent of people who work in this industry are going to quit and going to find another jobs. Because in like, the same industry yeah, or different in industry, different industry. Yeah. Because basically the ambience is so aggressive. The way that this works, the pay that gets, yeah, it's like not worth it. It's it sounds very volatile. Like at any moment things could change. It could yeah. be different. And it's like being in the kitchen. It's always like being like non-stop. Sometimes you don't stop. Mm-hmm. And if you just stop, why just like there's more things to do. You can clean, you can check this. So it's a job that you cannot like have a rest. Yeah. So you have to love it to be in here. Like you have to love <laughs> the food. You have to love which the you food. do. Is it, I, it's your I passion? Love. Yeah, that's yeah. my passion. Like being that, like cooking that nice flavor, checking out everything, the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, I'm gonna tell you, it's exhausting sometimes. It's like so tired and like, yeah, and you have to do everything perfect because like, well. You go to a restaurant. What do you expect from a restaurant? To be good perfect, the food, yeah, the best food perfect, you ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not, how you feel it? Not good. But think about the person who was doing that many hours or something yeah. like that. Like he's not watching his family. Now that you think that way, it's like, okay, I think this is crumbled eggs is good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the scrambled eggs is actually yeah, pretty like, good. Yeah, oh, maybe it's <laughs> a little burn, but I understand now. <laughs> to put it in perspective, yeah, I I order like a sunny side. It's broken, but uh, don't worry. Don't worry, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's a good point. And we'll come back to that because I want to talk more about it. But I got another CrossFit question for you. Have you ridden the Echo Bike? So we did Assault Bikes at Spartan. Have you tried the new Rogue Bike? The new Rogue Bike? Rogue, Rogue. Uh, I saw that. Have you seen it? I saw in Mexico that one. Have you tried it? I tried a little bit, yeah. but I was just playing, waiting for my coaching. Yeah, I'm the same way. I tried it a little bit. Yeah, what? but I heard that like one. Well, my coaching was telling me that one is like being with the air, and the mm. other one is like doing it in, in water or something like yes, that. Yes, that's a very good uh, way to describe it. Definitely. <laughs> so I'll say like I never tried that one yeah. correctly because to be honest. Who likes the bikes in the CrossFit? Like, dude, who likes? That's the only calories Nobody. that kills me. Nobody. I can row calories in like in the rower. Yeah. Well, basically, I say that. But get calories in the bike is like you. You notice when I was like, hard, I, I yeah. can do super fast for a little bit. Yeah. But then I start to get like my. This is the only thing that my kills my head. Like mm-hmm. I get a headache after yeah. doing calories in the bike. You are always a very strong, explosive athlete. 
But yeah, when you get to those long Metcons, that's where I would beat yeah, you. Yeah, that, that's where that's <laughs> like, like, Those where I would beat you. If I got something explosive, I'm going to kill you yeah. and wait. Explosive and wait. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know who was like one of like, you were one of my my favorite like uh, rivals, rivals? How you Re- say uh, rivals, rivals, rivals. Yeah, yeah. The other one that I fucking love. It's fucking Alex. Dude. Yeah, like, Alex dude, Tucker. Yeah. Remember that that year in 2019 when we do the competition with yeah. the with the with the what was the name? The games? Well, not the, the games. Open. Like, the, the open. open. Yeah. Dude, it was fucking insane. Like, I was getting like <laughs> I got the I got him in the first two, and I think like the third one I'm gonna beat him. Yeah. And he started to beat me with those ones. I remember that you were in the third one. Maybe. I. It was the one like it was uh, Diane. No. Well, it was deadlift with handstand push-up. I was killing oh. Alex during all the workout, handstand push-up, deadlift, because deadlift was 20, 225. Yeah, yeah, Alex yeah. is a beast. Alex yeah, is he's, he's a very good athlete. Yeah, he's very insane strong. Yeah. But I was killing him with my skills of like handstand push-up and, like, uh, and gymnastics. That's the <laughs> only thing that I can beat Alex in something. Yeah. <laughs> so I was killing him during all the competition. <laughs> Until we got like, I, and I, I get him probably like two minutes or yeah. three minutes advantage. I think probably two minutes, not that much, because we've it, that was a Diane, right? Or I don't remember the name of that what, because it was twenty one fifteen and nine. Yeah, deadlift handstand push. Deadlift handstand push. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. We gotta fact check that. But yeah, it, it's a common one. Yeah. So I beat him during all, and then the transition was three hundred and fifteen. Or 335? I don't remember how much it was, but I think it was 3, 335, right? Diane, three, yeah. Was 335 Diane. was with three, it's, it's three, three, three bumpers, right? Uh, or it's 315. 315. 315, 315, yes. Yep. 315. So we have 315. I was already burning it, mm-hmm. but I was feeling good. I was like, yeah, I, I'm beating. And I was laughing at Alex. It was super funny that day. And then I grabbed the bar and I feel all the weight. And I'm like, no way, I cannot <laughs> get in this. And then he saw that, so I was try. I was one by one. I cannot connect it, and then Alex just saw me in that way, and he beat me in the first <laughs> one. I was like, no way, I can do like just nine, and Alex beat that. So after that, we get he got me with that one. Then we get the other one that was like uh, jump and like uh, power clean, not power clean and jerk or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like getting in the same position, but he beats me for one like a, a 275 <laughs> power clean and he, jerk. He was your original rival when you got there. You guys, yeah. you guys both good athletes. You went ahead. And I, I was in a good that. moment. Like yeah. uh, we always like everyone was watching us on yeah. Spartan, and it was like these fucking guys are crazy, dude. Yeah. I remember that. Like what the fuck they are doing? Like we're like hey, I'm killing you or something <laughs> like that. And we're like that kind of like competitive aptitude. Like yeah. Alex was like yelling me in the middle of the water and I was like rushing <laughs> here and things like that. I, I love Alex, oh, dude. The way, the way that we used to work out was amazing. Yeah. I know he beats me too much in strength and right now mm-hmm. the other day when you were doing me like a physical therapy for my arms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I saw him he's like damn dude yeah, you, you saw are him a in there. beast. Yeah. You are really a beast. He's, like, getting he's strong. super strong dude. I'll have to get him on. He's doing a lot of jiu-jitsu. He's doing a lot of jiu-jitsu now. Yeah. But he's, Alex, yeah, he's, Alex can kill us at any time. <laughs> uh, let's go next question here celebrity crush <laughs> I'll say Carol Delevingne okay who's that you don't know that like Carol you looked up for that look her up alright was in like uh, the first movie of uh, Suicide Squad Catalina what's her last name Carol 
The Lebang. I don't know uh, if I can... In Suicide Squad? Yeah, she was in Suicide Squad. Carolina. Hmm. All right. We'll have to look that up. While while you're looking, oh, no, you know. Nice. Where, where all right. All right. I think that was my. Crush. I don't. I don't think I recognize her. I wonder if she's in any other. Uh, um, she's a big movies. Models. Yeah. So yeah, I think that like the eyebrows that she has, like, dude, like, for me, will be my crush forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your type. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Everyone has many times. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, let's go. Next question. What What's the last place you visited by plane? Last place that I visited by plane, I'll say this place. Like this is Newport. the last time that I took a plane to came here. No, wait. No, that was a train. Uh, I went to New York, but I haven't taken New York by train, yeah. Amtrak. Yeah, Amtrak. nice. But I'll say these, yes, the, uh, the last trip that I take in because of pandemia has just been like Newport and Guadalajara. Well, Boston, Guadalajara, that's the last. And I'm gonna take another one in August, probably like in three mm. weeks to Guadalajara. Yeah. But so just five days for yeah. personal reasons. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be there. I want to have like more time because I want to go to Oaxaca, like travel around Mexico, like hiding places, being jungle of Mexico. Sweet. Eating, like, or like in the old towns in like uh, <clears throat> close to the ocean or close to the Riviera, having good food, good just, moments. Just but do some exploring. Yeah, I think when, well, you know that I'm planning to go to California on probably November. So I think I'm gonna, before that, I'm gonna take two weeks just from rest myself. Yeah, you need well, it. <laughs> yeah, I need it. Like I need some time off to just be Daniel around Mexico, like eating a lot of Mexican food, good places. <laughs> Yeah, some stuff like that. <clears throat> and then how about, next question we'll go, last place you traveled, we'll, we'll go by train, train or car, last place you traveled, was it New York? Yeah, I think it was New York, the last place that I traveled. Yeah. Yes. It was it was a weird time when you went, it was during the pandemic. No, it was like, well, all this is still in the pandemic, it was the last May. It was open, but kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, what, how'd you feel of it, about it though? How, how'd you like it? Um... It's, it's I was expecting time. I was expecting more of New York, but that's why I didn't know too much. I was in yeah. Manhattan. I told Manhattan was a nice area of New, yeah. of New York, but then someone told me that doesn't, and I was like, okay, damn. I, I, it's, a, it's a touristy area. Yeah, to it's go. a touristy yeah. area, and like also you know, like you always think like when you well, I'm from Mexico, so you saw the pictures and everyone like oh, super nice clothes and things like that. Yeah, and, but finally it's like my my parents was were expecting that. Because they've been in, like, Texas, they've been in yeah. California, they've been in Florida. They've never been in that so tall, like, part of U.S. Right, right, right. So they were like, okay, New York is kind of weird. I'm expecting another <laughs> you'll place. Have, you'll you'll have, have to go back. You'll have to yeah, go back. Yeah, I need to go back. Now that it's all, everything getting open again, and also the nice spots were closed. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like, this pandemic killed all New York. Yeah, like, it, 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 it did. It did hit it. It hit very hard. But, I mean, even now, it's, it's back to... It seems yeah. to be much better. I was making that joke, like, okay, this is the city that never sleeps. But, well, when I go there, it wasn't sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very well, true. Well, I was, like, at 10 in the night. I was like, okay, where's everyone wakes? <laughs> but, you know, which other city I, I have the luck to to know before coronavirus was Boston. Mm. I love Boston, dude. Yeah. The vibes over there, the yeah. pastries over there. I, I, 
the only thing that I like to go to Boston is to eat in what's the name of this place? Uh, it's a pastry place. Um, mm. Was it Mike's Pastries? No, it's another one. It has like uh, Tate, Tate. Okay. Or something like that. Tate Bakery Pastries, okay. something like that. And it's like I love that. You one. love like, the pastries. Yeah, I love the pastries. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, a nice views over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So yeah, I love those ones. There's around like Boston, the Boston vibes. I, I really like the, the the way that the city is. I like Chicago as well. Yeah, Atlanta not that much. Like in mm. the cities that I've been in US is like uh, Orlando, Atlanta, uh, Chicago, and Boston, New York. And mm-hmm. I, to be honest, the the my top two is like well, Chicago and and Boston. Yeah, those are my favorite. Ones. Yeah. But I need to I need to find new places. Like I need to like looking for new places. You're gonna like California. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm very sure that like yeah. all the Mexican culture is more together over there and yeah. like that. So yeah, I'm gonna Napa Napa Valley is where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, Napa yeah. Valley, you, yeah. You're gonna so love I'll be it close there. to San Francisco. Let's see. Perfect. Yeah, that's gonna be a good spot for you. If I get tired I can go to Tijuana anytime that I want like, to have fun. Like yeah, you know. <laughs> um we got one more rapid fire question. One book that you like that that's impacted your life or one of, one of your favorite books one of my favorite books is like I will say this, this will be a book in Spanish okay this is, the name is El Principio del Placer okay like it's the beginning of the pleasure but huh. it's not like a sexual pleasure precisely sure, that. so sure. like different pleasures that it's uh, talking about a guy from Veracruz from like the coast of Mexico who started to get with a new like with a new girlfriend but it's like it's like bullshit after that and he starts to get in love but then she find, he finds that the lady is like uh, the it's like cheating on him with a on a, like an older guy and the guy get like super upset but it's like the time like it's like a junkie that start to get in like a kind of like different acknowledgement of love and things like oh. that I read it when I was in middle school like yeah. reading when I was 11 12 years old yeah. so basically for me that was like oh well that's interesting and it's that's one of my favorite books. I also read another one. It was like uh, really interesting. It was the slaves of like uh, like esclavos de la oscuridad? It was like the darkness of slaves, something like that. It's mm-hmm. like talking about like this. This like the two books that are more like likely because the other one is like uh, it's about a priest in in. What's the name? Oh, in France, where it's like um, getting like a lot of kind of like possession, demon possession, and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything, like everything is happening after like some people hitting the head and start to getting like change a new person, but like the demon bef- beside that, shit, super weird. Thing. Yeah. Like that, the trauma, and there's like another line from like the Vatican to work with that things and hold its place and all the thing like a. Uh, like some people is getting that and in this story like if you get a, like a bad heat or something like that and after coma or something like that some people could return being a different but they say that also like it's like a pact with demon in that or hmm. like being a normal so it was kind of interesting is it uh, was that more like a like a fiction yeah more yeah, fiction yeah, yeah that's fiction that's fiction yeah yeah for sure like the other one was fiction, fiction well, too yeah but, yeah. but it's like two but it's a story yeah. two different stories story versus like, like almost like a fantasy style yeah okay, cool. I like to read also books about but those are like more of my favorites nice. like the two ones that I, I liked also to read about like Mexican revolution cool or there was like um, 
Uh, there's one with like uh, the gringo with the two guns. It's about an American guy who was in Mexico and was helping the revolution. No, no, was not. That was the independence of Mexico. Who, who independence. Was, yeah, independence of Mexico. So he was next to like some heroes and they was considered a hero. It was a, an American guy who was like for luck or something like that. Weird happened in Mexico and he started to join to the insurgents. So it was interesting. And wow. Okay. <laughs> so you find another way of like uh, this story, like some people who, who support. So I like to read about like Mexican wars and also like about like uh, Second World War books. Like there was another one. Like uh, it was like uh, was it was something. It was about like uh, Lebensborn in like the Nazis. Like but yeah. they were like getting like the childs with like a. Uh, you know, like the kind of perfect area race, like right? That. Right. So, like fiction as well of what happened and like yeah. the songs that were like, like SS kids around mm. like the the, the stories behind it, like that. Like they're supposed to deal in like connection with that. So it's that's cool. it's kind of fiction of war and things like that. And yeah. also like something about the story. I I, I love story to be honest. If yeah. I don't, if I wouldn't like. If I would choose another career, it would be like that story in Mexico or archaeology. I like too much that. Nice. When I was history. Yeah, I like yeah. history and like I and I think I'm one of the places where you have like a lot of history because, well, all the Mesoamerican culture, the strong well, one of the strong sites is from my Mexico, like the Aztecs, mm -hmm. the Mayans, the Toltecas, the Olmecas, the Zapotecas, like all the native people, like the story. And you know, have you ever heard about Teotihuacan? No, I haven't. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I yeah. haven't. Because one is Chichen Itza, that is like the Mayan ruins, mm -hmm. like one of like the special temples. But the other one is Teotihuacan, and it's to be fun, to be honest, like you go and it's like a, a full city, like hmm. old buildings, probably like from like seven hundred years around. Yeah, and especially like super perfect ar architecture. You can go in front of the pyramids and just doing this and going to sound like an eagle. So you that in it. It's an echo. echo. Completely abandoned? Yeah, and abandoned. Like, really? Dude, like, and nobody knows what happened. Oh, that that's place. weird. It's like the Aztecs went there and they were like, why this city is abandoned? Yeah. What happened? Why? Yeah. Like, all the buildings, not anything, like, you can find. Like, and nobody happened? knows. Yeah, nobody knows. That's weird. Neither the people, the native people, well, in the time, in the time of that. Back in the back in the in the year in the years when it was like the conquest, like well the Spanish conquest, mm. the war and things like that, nobody knew what happened. That's wild. So it's like in Mexico you can find like cities or like a in empire that no one knows what happened <laughs> before, and it's the same gods. Yeah. Like like the the, the same gods that everyone believes because like. You know that the Mesoamerican culture, like especially like the old Mexican culture, Aztecs, Mayans. Mm. They have the same god, the same mm. the god of same the, religion. Yeah, the same the god basically of my ancestors because like basically Mexican is half Spanish, half Mesoamerican, half American. Okay. So that's what who is a real Mexican like half native, half half Spanish. So the old god of the Mexicans or the all the Aztecs and Mayans was a was a was a kind of like a snake. But it's like a snake with fletches, like which is Quetzalcoatl in, in Aztecs and Kukulkan for for the Mayans. So it's like kind of like a snake, but like can fly and things like that. So huh. it's like 
pretty cool to do with that. That's like, awesome. So is that like a is that religion still or are those still like current nah. or is that like the Greek and Roman mythology type? Yeah, yeah. The kind of mythology. There's, yeah, there's some people even though like should sure, like they still in some, st- the, something like that in my yeah. state. Bro, okay. like my state is like uh, the culture is Wiradica. Hmm. In a despective way, they call Wicholes, which is really bad, but that's the native people from my state. Hmm. And they are like super artist people who hmm. make like who, who the sacred animal is the deer. So they sometimes like they are the only town, or I don't, the some of the native cultures in Mexico are allowed to use rocks, hmm. which one is peyote. It's hmm. a kind of I, think, I think I've heard of that too, yeah. It's a kind of cactus, so that's for religion and for like religion purpose so purpose mm-hmm. so they use that to like all kind of like in some rituals and things like that like hallucinate yeah. basically mm-hmm. yeah it's hallucinated but that, that's one of the things that they use for the rituals like once a year or so twice a is year is it peyote? peyote peyote yeah it's a kind of cactus huh. and like that's only a law for that people for respect the culture interesting and that's also the reason of my tattoo you, you know that I have a tattoo of a deer like yeah. to never forget that you are a Mexican yeah so like you are from this place you are from Jalisco so you are that you have yeah. the deer like to represent that it's like uh, and like some people in Mexico is like uh, I'm they say that they are Spanish people like from my grandfather my, my family is from Spain shit like that I'm white I'm yeah so it's like <laughs> so you, it's like a yeah, pride like, thing like I'm I'm from here yeah it's, it's like yeah. we call those guys sometimes white chicans and things like that <laughs> so so yeah it's a kind of weird like feeling but no for me it's like I'm proud of that yeah for me it's like being Mexican is being part of the world being part of like the Spanish and being part of like the native culture so it's like yeah. all together that's awesome that's what's Mexican food well that's what is Mexican real like because it's the combination between both so let, let's get into that a little bit because I know you're I mean, you're a chef at the Vanderbilt. You're super passionate about Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're, you and your family own a restaurant in Guadalajara. Yes. And what what is your, like, uh, what is your, I mean, it's, it's basically authentic, like, Mexican food that you serve there? Yeah, it's kind of authentic. Some influence sometimes of, like, some techniques, like, French techniques, Italian techniques, something like that. We can have a risotto, but we have, like, influence of ingredients, like, with la coche, that is the fungus in the corn. So it's a with la cocha risotto. Well, it's Italian. The risotto is arborio. It's Italian, but you cook it with ing- Mexican ingredients, and it's like okay, tastes tastes different, tastes good. But it's a different like like influence and like that kind of fusion thing, or you can make a pasta. You're right. With different ingredients like poblano cream or something like that. It's so some all, all like all you can taste a mole that is super Mexican, 100% Mexican. Like one of my favorite moles is a peanut mole. But in the way that I make it, it's not like I, I added like, well, Molly is in chocolate in there, these peanuts, but I added, added a, a little bit of rice vinegar. This is Japanese. And I added like Cabernet Sauvignon, mm. which, well, you know, wine is not from Mexico. You can find Mexican wine now, but if you. Yeah, right. It's from Europe. So, like, the wine is from Europe. So right. Like, so, well, or I don't know, maybe it's. I think it's from Europe. I mean, yeah, yeah France, it Italy, even California. Yeah. Napa, you're gonna no, have but, a lot of wine in Napa Valley. Yeah. I know, but like where the the wine is came from originally. Yeah, right. But right. to be honest, at some point, it's like maybe it was Asia, or maybe what else? Because like some yeah. years ago, I don't, I don't have the historically wine. Right, it's right. Like, but you know, it's not sure. from. It was not from like America. Right. So right. So it's like you putting that in the in a recipe like that. So it's like. That's what yeah. the mole is, and it tastes really good, and is what, what that's one of my favorites. And you combine with different ingredients, like that's 
some stuff that we did or like I have a, a flan in the restaurant that I love it and it's a red it's with some like a cream cheese but it's a reduction of a stout beer huh so it tastes really good and I Wait, you, like, did you say beaver no beer oh beer okay yeah like a stout <laughs> beer I've there was yeah, beaver. side, yeah, side story I didn't the only reason I thought beaver was because I, I, we were at a wedding it was actually Andrew's wedding do you remember Andrew from, from Sunday he um, lived with us snatch clean the jerk uh, you, you, I don't know if you uh, crossed paths with him because he had left and gone to New Hampshire so he might not have but uh, I was at his wedding with, uh, Chris, Randy, Alex this is probably two three weeks ago and they pulled out a bottle of whiskey and on the whiskey it had like a picture of a beaver on it <laughs> And it and it says like made with beaver something or other like the, there's a gland in the beaver no that they way. like yeah. so that's why I thought beaver I'm like oh people use this I guess you know, very strange but Mexican produce like a Mexico produce a, a mezcal mm. you know what is mezcal right yeah yeah so they call pechuga mezcal like breast mezcal so you know what <laughs> when they are like desolate the mezcal you know all the vapor and all the like alcohol pass. In a in a turkey breast that is hanging out, so it's cooking the breast, and that flavor stills in the vapor, so you get the flavor of the turkey breast. Huh? And that actually probably tastes really good. It's kind of strong. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not super. It's not your fan. favorite. <laughs> well, you would taste that one. Did we I? were in Providence. Remember that I said oh, something about shout that. Shout out Dolores. Yeah. yeah, we were in Dolores and we drank that one. We drank well, that we? one over there. Yeah, we. Oh, drank we had quite a few, so I don't even remember. <laughs> Dude, we drank too much. That I, I love that place. Yeah. The people is so nice. So, Daniel said that night, um, cause you, cause you had seen it online. Yeah, but and, I never been and there. Being authentic, knowing authentic Mexican food. I mean, there's good Mexican restaurants around here, but none of them were like up to like. Yeah. Yeah, real ones. So, so we went to this place in uh, Providence called Dolores, and uh, you had said like that's the best, hands down, best like Mexican in the in the state of Rhode Island. Yeah, for sure, most authentic. Um, even down to the bowls, like the bowls that they use, because you said that's like an authentic type of bowl that would. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we we had a good amount of mezcal. You you talked with the where were the um? Do you remember what part of Mexico they were from? The Oaxaca. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we stayed, we stayed way past clothes. We stayed into, they showed us the kitchen and everything. Yeah, I remember that I told you, like, I don't know, I have the feeling that they're going to show me and I'm going to know them the chef. And I don't know, I have the feeling that this will happen. Did, and did we were talking. Did you have mutual, like, did you know somebody or no? Ah, uh, yeah, from my city, they know some yeah? stuff from my city. They no, know I... some people from my city and it's really cool. Those yeah. guys are amazing. I was there before, like, the, I, I was there, like, three, four months ago with my ex-girlfriend. We hanging out over there, and it was really cool. They treated me, like, super cool over Did there. Did they remember you from last time? Yeah, they also, the nice. chef came to my table and gave me a hug. Nice. And also, she she sent me, like, some food, like, some dishes. Nice. It was amazing. And they, dude, I was super excited the last time, because they, I see that, I saw that they were selling my favorite Mexican beer. Because it's a craft beer. What kind of beer? It's a, They have many. The name is Colima. Cervecería de Colima. Okay. They have one that is a Colimita that is a lager, but it's like super fresh. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I saw the can of like a Colimita, because it's a craft beer, you don't find here. In yeah, US very, yeah. Very often. It's not a Corona. It's not something like that. Right. It's like, but I saw that one and I was like, no fucking kidding me. I was super excited. <laughs> you know what? They When I leave, they gave me like some like, four beers and no they gave way. me a shot of mezcal and I was like dude that's not like that's an amazing people and, and you can notice like here like there's some Mexicans in the north of US like there's not how yeah. many Mexicans you know in here up here there's 
So where, where would you say there's a? I mean, Tijuana. There's a lot of Mexican, like Mexican people. Yeah, because yeah. it's Mexico. The Tijuana yeah. is Mexico. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, it's like Southern weird, California. It. Southern California. Uh, no, it'll be like all California is one. Is like oh, a lot really? of Mexican. Like California is fifty percent like Mexican culture. Yeah, but I think like all these states are borders that are there's where mostly yeah, there's like, a lot there's Mexican people Mexican, there. But like if you go to not really up north. If you go to Vermont, if you go yeah, to Boston. Yeah, you won't. Well, Boston, yes. But it's because it's a top city. New York, sure. yes. It's yeah. a top city. But it's, yeah. Newport. <laughs> Not many. Nah, it's like to go to Bristol and expecting to watch Mexicans. Like in yeah. small town. They're in or how yeah. you say it. Yeah, I hey, think that's... speaking of tequila, do you want a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we, get, we have uh, Tierra Noble. Tierra Noble. Noble. 100% agave. Yeah, all if that, that's another thing with tequilas. All tequilas have to be 100% agave. Yeah, to be, yeah, considered to be a real, real tequila. Because if you don't have 100% agave and you put another side of some tequila, it won't be a tequila. And this is from Jalisco. Yeah, that's nice. my state. Yeah. This is the thing. This, the tequila is from Jalisco. And you can make tequila in all the state of Jalisco. And there's other states around that you can make tequila, but just in a small towns. Not hmm. all these states. Like Guanajuato has some, some towns that you can make tequila. I think Tamaulipas is another one with few few towns mm. and Michoacán few few towns and Nayarit few towns, but you I can make tequila in my house and be considered tequila because it's that kind of like a denomination like you cannot make tequila in another country you right make, even if you have the same you can't you can't call it tequila yeah it's like champagne right it cannot be made in that part of France yeah cognac right. champagne right it's probably s- scotch too. I don't. I don't know if that's true, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Scotch is for one reason. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. You want it? Want a little bit? Yeah. Let's do it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, he's getting that. We'll, um. Couple more things I want to go over with you too. After Daniel, we'll get into uh, we'll get into CrossFit a little bit more, and then um be a little bit about um, uh, your uh, your being a chef over at Vanderbilt too. <laughs> Have you had this tequila before? Um, I just tasted it before and I like it. When yeah. I was coming to to here like this last time. Uh, they gave me to try because ah no I tried before but like the platinum edition because my mom my my sister gave it to my father the last time like when I was in Mexico and I like it uh, like the, the bottle is super nice yeah and they gave me to taste in the in the store yeah well because it's like a boutique where I when I go where I go the tequilas I don't buy like a regular yeah yeah uh, if I do you think you'd be able to find this here or no no no. <laughs> If you did, it'd be very hard. Yeah, it'll be definitely very hard. So this tequila is is, is good. You want some sparkling water? Sure. Okay. How how are you gonna have it? I wanna have like just a sparkling water with okay. this one. I don't have like normally when I, how I drink is Mexican Coke. Yeah. I don't yeah. have Mexican Coke right now. I think. Yeah. So. Let me see. Yeah, sure. Am I with kombucha? Yeah. <laughs>
And Mexican Coke is different than regular Coke? Yes. It's uh, real sugar, real canned sugar, not like uh, the US Coke. Right. That is like a lot of like indo well, kind of sugars, like yeah. fake sugars. High fructose corn syrup, maybe, or something like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. It's like, it's like not super pure. Cheers. So, one day, one Salud. Time. Well, you made drink. Salud. You made drink <laughs> like Mexican Coke before with me, remember? Yeah, I had. Um, yeah, we drink tequila in that way before. Matthew, I think you are forgetting everything. I think we had it at Dolores, maybe. Mm. Probably. Somewhere. I don't know. Remember the party on Spartan? I brought Mexican Coke. That's where we had it. Okay. That's right. And you said it was real. I, I, I remember there was something you said that was different about it. But it was the sugar. And I was drinking tequila. I think you drink, drank tequila with me. I don't know, remember how we made like, that bet of 50 bucks? No, this what was lady? the bet? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was after a um, some some like CrossFit party. We started working yeah. out afterwards. That's the that's the. Uh, I won't even say problem, but that's I guess problem with having a CrossFit party. People start working out afterwards. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's something that you cannot combine. Yeah, CrossFit and alcohol. <laughs> but it it happens frequently. Yeah, it's uh, like I was doing handstand push up. I was yeah. like against this lady who was. Trying to bet on me, I got fifty bucks. That I, sh <laughs> to be honest, I tried to give gave her back, but I never seen her again. Yeah, and I'm like okay. Yeah, it, it was weird, dude. And I was like, I I feel bad to to get those fifty bucks. <laughs> hey, you earned it with those handstand push-ups. You won the competition. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but it was like I I. It was fun, dude. It was like really, really fun. So let's talk about that a little bit, and um, maybe we'll make that our last topic. But let's talk about CrossFit a little bit. Yeah. So when did when did you start CrossFit? I started in 2014, February 2014. Basically. Okay. That's when I started to do CrossFit, and I was a gym guy. All my high school was super gym guy, super gym vibes. <laughs> I went to like the college. very athletic. Yeah, I like I was playing volleyball as well, with doing the gym, trying to be fit. Just watching to the mirror, things like that, super edony, super like a bigger exy, like that kind of things. Mm. So at some point, I went to work in Playa Carmen for my first internship, and well, my college sent me over there. So I was working over there in, in Playa, and then a lot of people was doing CrossFit. So I was like, uh, I don't like it because I'm gonna hurt myself. Like I just yeah. hear bad myths about CrossFit. And that's yeah. that's like always the. Um the perception yeah people have of it like all oh, crossfit like people people get injured doing crossfit but honestly the more research studies that have been coming out it's really not that it's not dangerous if you look at com crossfit compared to like soccer compared to any other sport there's less injuries in crossfit than any of those sports yeah any of those major sports crossfit is less and if you compare crossfit to just like bodybuilding style, like regular gym training. Yeah, CrossFit's gonna have a little bit more of an injury risk. Um, but if you compare it to a sport, it's really, really not. Yeah, the, yeah. it's like I think CrossFit is one of the best sports. Like I yeah. love it, dude. Like the adrenaline, the kind of different things. You don't get bored. Yeah, I heard some shit like, oh, this is the second breath for people who doesn't do anything in the first <laughs> sport. But yeah, who cares? Dude? Whatever, who cares? whatever. It, it's like it, it's people who want to. Like continue that competitive and you know uh, what's crossfit also community dude community is huge dude it's like you're going to the gym but it's like you feel that you're 
long, dude. Like, just you and that's it. You go, you right. go to the gym, you work out, you just go home. Right. And CrossFit is, like, more together. You are working with people. You are social. You're part of a team. People. Yes, you are part of a team. Mm-hmm. And you want to be part of that team, like, mm-hmm. to that family. Because, to be honest, like, uh, now that I was out of CrossFit, like, regular CrossFit control myself. Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. wise. I'm doing good things. I'm, it's like a way to, like... Like when I started in CrossFit in 2014, that kept me away from vice when I was in Playa del Carmen, which is like, it's like a lot of partying there. It was yeah. like a lot of like uh, alcohol and drugs. Oh, I'm sure. That's a huge tourist Yeah, it's attraction. like next to Cancun. So it's like, yeah. you have those kind of vice over there. And it's like, the things that, the shit that helps me to overpass that was like CrossFit because I could be like doing drugs. I could be like doing like a... Alcohol, but I did in that way, right? Because I was like next to that, and I was like, No, I want to compete, I want to beat that guy again. So if I drink that much, that guy is gonna like beat me, you know, <laughs> like that. So yeah, it's the same. Like when I was today, I was talking with like I have like management classes in the hotel from the human resources. Cool, I was talking with the human resources manager, and I was like, To be honest, I don't like to drink because like that much. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I like alcohol, I love tequila, right? But it's like you have to put a line. And you have to put limits when you're gonna drink and when you're not. And he's like, yes. you know that normally in Mexico, I will fifty every fifteen days to the nutrition, every uh, like to the nutrition every two weeks. So to the to the what nutrition, to the nutritionist? Yeah, in in Mexico. Mm. So this guy is always has called me like when when I drink, I lost muscle. I lost like one kilo of muscle that I already have. Mm. I already lost because I was drinking. Yeah. So it's insane, dude. That thing. it will, it'll, it'll affect your performance. Yeah, it will affect um, me. So if I was doing something good for a competition, if I put alcohol, if I put even three glasses of alcohol, that's enough to burn me. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, like, and also remember when we used to work out and like also like drink those days. I were like, dude, I, I already have three beers and I feel like a hangover <laughs> next day. My stomach ache is killing me. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. And it, I mean, part of it is because like. Um, I'm I'm not twenty. I'm not twenty one anymore. You're not twenty one no, anymore. I, like, I mean, we're not old, but at the same time, like, it hit. It, you feel it. Also, I'm not drinking a ton on a regular basis, so my tolerance is really low. Yeah. So if I have three drinks, I feel it. I definitely feel it, and I could definitely get a hangover the next day. You know. But it's like you prefer that way than being like, oh, I drink like oh, six beers. Of course. And I feel okay. Of course. Like that. I don't, you know, yeah. why is scary when a lady can like hold that. It's like okay, I'm drinking with my father. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like it's like these kind of things. It's like better be away from the alcohol. Like it's it's good, but like something like when I was younger and I was with the tequila and companies, things like that. When I because like my college had like a big coordination with tequila mm. and things like that for my state. So there's something that called Consejo Regulador del Tequila, the consul to regulate tequila. Hmm. And the consul to regulate tequila told you to don't drink. Really? Why? Like, you drink? Drink tequila. Yes. But be smart. Don't be yeah. like... Like, you drink the tequila. The tequila doesn't drink you. So it's like, yeah. if you're going to drive, don't drink. Right. If you went to drink, drink. Try to drink considerable. Yeah. Drink yeah. Tequila. But don't drink all the bottle. Because they right. are like... Like, they they hate that some people in Mexico, the first hangover and the first, like, super hangover is with tequila because what what's the alcohol that you don't want to drink after tequila sometimes because some people start with tequila mm-hmm. so you you get super wasted for tequila and you don't want to taste again the tequila yeah that's you develop from, an aversion to it yeah it's like for me it's the vodka 
my first hangover yeah. was vodka. <laughs> yeah. And I tasted that, and it's like, okay, it's like, it tastes like all pure alcohol for me, the vodka. You know what's interesting about that? I feel like most people say that they, I'm, out of any alcohol, most people are like, oh, I can't drink tequila because of this, this, this. I, it's always, and it could be just be me, but I always people say, oh, I can't do, if they have something they can't do, it's tequila. Tequila's that one alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if partly it's because it's so easy to drink. It, it's very smooth. Man, you drink, well, you drink this one. You feel like the smoothness <laughs> and this. Like, damn. Like, yeah. Like, the other day I was drinking with some friends, like some older, nice, super nice tequila I have mm. that is Los Abuelos. Mm. Tequila Fortaleza. And it's, damn. You, I show you that bottles, like the one mm. that is handmade. Dude, that tequila is so smooth. I can drink. <laughs> one day I was with one friend and we drink one whole bottle. And to be honest, I don't have a hangover after that. We, we drink it during all the day, eating cheeses, drinking glasses of tequila, super smooth all the day. Nothing happened. I don't feel the bad. Yeah. But sometimes you just drink a bad tequila or a bad alcohol and it's like, oh, after two glasses, you are bad of your stomach. <laughs> I think the purity of the products. Yeah. As well. Um, Let's uh let's jump back to CrossFit just for a moment, because uh, you said something interesting before we hopped on that your mom's been doing CrossFit. Yeah. And she's fifty seven, and she's a great athlete. And she's been doing it yeah. for three years. Yeah, I think three years. Like she started. Like I came here in twenty nineteen. She probably started on twenty eighteen. Mm. So she started to doing CrossFit on twenty eighteen, and she's really good dude like she's let's say my mother always like do volleyball mm. gym well gym not that much but volleyball like run out she's like like very that. athletic yeah she's athletic she's a super mom athletic mm-hmm. and now she's doing crossfit she has her own garage crossfit at, at home and she's the kind of person who doesn't like be with someone to work out she can work out by herself mm. in the night or in the morning whatever hour you put she's super disciplined like I was running when I saw her in, in New York she was running all the Central Park yeah so like and I was running with her dude she was faster <laughs> than me I was like you're trying to keep thing? up with her yeah my mom is so short yeah in comparison to me and she's faster than me and she has like a lot of energy and she's 57 I'm fucking 26 and she's beating me out she's got 30 years on you yeah 31. and like beating me up and sometimes when I was in Mexico I work out with her it's amazing like of course like the weight and things like the weight yeah. that she's got I think the last workout that I did with her I, like pressure to make a, a weight lifting a little bit because she doesn't have like too much technique. We used to pay a friend who is a weightlifter mm-hmm. to like give to help coach. Give, yeah, coach her. So, but in like the lifters, she's not as good in the pulls. But like in the in the squats, she was doing one eighty five of back squat pounds pounds. For yeah, being that's a, good. A fifty seven. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, one, like yeah, she's doing good. She's sometimes scared to do like super heavy weights. Mm. But even though you saw my mother arms and he's like. Damn, you are 57 yeah. <laughs> and you have like super rib arms. And she does the open too, you said, right? Yeah, she does obviously in the escalate. Mm-hmm. Like into, yeah. You know, but she was doing really good. And, and she can do the rope. She yeah, can she do the rope like, climbs. Yeah, she can do like also like a strict pull ups. It's like, damn, I, this is some funny story about alcohol and garage crossfit yeah. and things like that. The last 1st of August was her anniversary, to be honest. I want to be back on 1st of August. To That's be coming up soon. Yeah, I'm gonna have a carne asada for that, like, because <laughs> in back in Mexico, because the last year 
I was cooking a, a carne asada, it's like a Mexican barbecue. Mm. I was cooking with her and my family, and we brought like bottle of like a champagne. We started drinking, but you know, it's a sparkling water, sweet things, fresh. Yeah. So at some point, everyone was drunk. <laughs> with champagnes, we opened like four, four bottles, and it was fuck. We're drinking too much. My mom, I never seen like that drunk before. Yeah. That wrong level, because she's she knows how to control herself right. too much. She was dancing, and she was like, she was aggressive. She was like, we have like this kind of rack to mm. make pull-ups and things like that at the at the patio of the house. That was in the house of Guadalajara. So I was with her, and then she was like, take care of me. And she was doing, like, fucking strict pull-ups. <laughs> I was, mom, you're going to fall, and you're going to, like, hurt yourself. That's no, incredible. You need she to take care that. of myself. Yeah. And she was doing that strong, and I was like, oh, see these, and, like, yeah, super fitness. That's incredible. Yeah. The did, did she, does she um, sign up for the Open, too, and, like, get scoring for it? She must, she must perform pretty well if she does. I think she didn't perform. She just follows the exercise. She just does the workouts. Yeah, yeah. does the workouts. I'm sure if she signed up, she would do very well. Cause I, I if, think With that age way, category and, and that ability, she would do very well. Yeah, she's <laughs> super fit. That's cool. That's amazing. So are you, so you're going to try to jump into CrossFit again? Because let's, let's uh, jump into that just a little bit, and then we'll, we'll start to wrap up. But So the pandemic happened. The work's been super busy. And you've kind of been going to just like a regular like commercial gym. Yeah. But it's not it's not the same. You want the community. You want you want the uh, competitive yeah. aspect. So probably one asterisk is the place to go. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna talk with with Matthew to get it right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know when you have like not too much months here and you're gonna move to California, the last thing that you well, you want the less things to yeah. bring you over there. Yeah. So exactly. brought you over there. So I, I travel don't lightly. Have, yeah. I don't I don't need a car. I prefer to buy my car in California. Mm-hmm. So right now it's like okay. I need a ride to be there because it's like far from here and I don't want to use my bike to get We'll it. get you a ride. We'll yeah, figure that so out. We need to figure it out because CrossFit is amazing. I, I miss CrossFit. You're missing it. And to be honest, you need that endorphins to be happy. Like sometimes it's too much stress, mm. too much thing, like the your personal life, your work life, things like that. You need to release your energy. And I, saw a, uh, I saw a study just this week that they said, it's, it's a very um, specific study. It was on middle-aged women they studied, and they had two interventions with depression. Depression with middle-aged women. I hope I get this correct. It's, it's very similar to this. So one of them, they gave them exercise to do regularly. I think it might have been like a six-week study, or it could have been even longer than that. And one of them, they gave them the typical like, um, interventions, mm-hmm. and they found that exercise, I think it performed either exactly the same, or it, it, it worked even better than the typical like medication and stuff like that. Um, and it was the first study that kind of showed that. And obviously, when looking at research, you have to look at thousands and thousands of studies and see what the conclusions are. But it was interesting to see something like that come up, just, like, just along the lines of what you were saying. Like, if you're in a, if you're either, I mean, it doesn't even have to, be, have to be depression, but if you want to be feeling good, exercise is the way to do it, <laughs> or one of the ways to do it. So exactly, yeah, like, I think that's the way to release the things, like relieve stress, honest, like I. I passed for a bad relation, dude, and I was depressed the last, like, one month, two months ago, and I was like, damn, dude. Of course. And, you know, I couldn't work out, because I wanted even to sleep, and I, I don't know, maybe if I will have the CrossFit, yeah. I don't feel like that. I want to overpass in two weeks with my 100%. friends, with my bodies, working out hard, because it's like, 
well when I was depressed after that like like before in the times when I was doing CrossFit every day yeah sometimes like yeah the anxiety or something like make me stop but if, if my body's over there it's like okay like one out of the dogs <laughs> like that and, and making it in that ambience yeah because it's not just working out that long because like normally you can be in the CrossFit or you can be in your house and well you can be in your house or in the gym just mm-hmm. working out and it's like sometimes your your mind is thinking too much and getting like depression or anxiety. So yeah. You just want to stop to doing things and just leave and don't do anything and yeah. that's worse. But right. if you are like, how we were like part of a workout, yeah, part of a like, team. Hey, don't be out like. Say work out with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you know. I, yeah. I don't want to say, but yeah, like yeah. don't stop that. Like, hey, come on, work out and something like that. So mm-hmm. you start to rush me and you start to like act like that. Like a jerk with me, and I was like, ah, okay, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get that weight, and and that's how like CrossFit works. Like you get big weights that sometimes you don't believe it because yeah. you're competing. Like okay, why that guy get that fucking weight? Exactly. But also like exactly. your friends are like, uh, don't do it right now, dude. That. Exactly. So this is like a protection way, like community, mm-hmm. like. If I notice that you are sad, or if I notice, I'm gonna try to help you to work out or something like that. Hey, right. Come on, let's go to work out. You will do the same with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. If you know it's like that, I'm like that. So you're going to bring me to work out. Like, you do that the mm-hmm. last time that I was here. Yeah. Like, you picked me up from my house and it was like, no, and, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, like, of course, I, I, man. It was awesome because I, I didn't quit, quit CrossFit because of that. Yeah. And I feel really good about it and having you in that and still having you here. And I know that I'm going to be back in CrossFit and I'm going to be back in my weights. That's and I'm going right. to beat you up, like, really <laughs> soon. <laughs> good, man. Good. Um, all right. Let's... Uh, Let's wrap up. I got one last question for you. Yes. Um, I, I took this from Tim Ferriss from another podcast. So if you own a billboard and you get to put whatever saying, whatever quote, whatever like mantra that you want on it, uh, what, what would you want people to see? Or, what, or like what's one of your favorite quotes uh, that you would want to put on there? Do you have anything that would come into mind? <sighs> like board, like just to put the things over there is... I don't know, dude. I, I, now that you ask me that, I, I lost everything <laughs> that I really have. That's it's a it's a tough question if you don't have something ready. Do but you, I think probably one of like the the, the lost slogans that I like more is like just do it, just do like, it. Nike, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that's something like super. Like well, when I was living in Playa, there's a lot of cenotes, like lagoons and there's like small like water things. So what I, I like to do is what like just diving over there jump over there like, yeah it was like something like like 10 meters 14 meters 12 meters i don't know how it's a like transition to yeah feet, it's, like it's high 30 yeah. feet yeah i don't know like the, what which one is the big one like from like the diving one like that they like the high dive yeah the high dive well, how much is that how, i how, have no idea well probably like 30 it could be i have no idea more, more. so I, I used to be like that's tight and i was like you know I, i'm not scared of that but i'm yeah. gonna do it <laughs> yeah. yeah just do it so yeah, I think what will will be the one one of those ones. Like if you are scared of something, like, just do it. Like, just do it. Of course, not drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like something like it's good for yourself. Just try it. Make it happen. You know? I like it. Cool. All right, man. We'll wrap up with that. Um, anything you wanna plug? Anything you wanna shout out? Um, I know you're chef at the Vanderbilt. So just drop yeah, by the I'm Vanderbilt. Like, I, I'm I'm not the chef chef. I'm, I'm one of the chefs. One of the like, chefs. Uh, junior sous chef. Mm-hmm. Which is like I'm in charge of like line, line, take care of like some some stuff in the restaurant. They already have like the chefs, like the executive chef right now. It's the chef B Tran. It's an amazing chef. 
awesome chef like you can follow and it's amazing that person like the the new vibes that she has the positive vibes that you have to respect everyone like they told me like that you can be like you can have new techniques in the kitchen like you always want to find new techniques and like the kitchen like the like the gastronomy is like evolution why not the way to treat people in kitchen has to change so it's like super respectful super like focusing everything like in a way mm. she's not, not aggressive so i'll say that cool and you you should follow her food and also the or one other person that i really respect and he's like or like or like chef in in the top of all properties in this site mm-hmm. is chef april bloomfield april she, Bloom, bloomfield? bloomfield yes she is an amazing chef she's a british chef mm-hmm. she's in charge of this property and the main mm-hmm. she's an incredible woman mm-hmm. and the food the way that she's been teaching me it's incredible like i think that's one of my best chefs and she used to have restaurants with like a michelin star she's for Sweet. me for myself she's an amazing person an amazing chef cool and i will say like she's incredible i've been learning too much from her and the way that she acts the way that she reacts to everything that's a perfect side like it's like it's like to be with my mom dude like yeah sometimes it's like you are scared but at, at the same point like it's important like you, you are scared that she can but that sometimes like super warm yeah and super but, but you're also very respectful yeah so you have to like the line like she can be a lovely mother and also like a strict mother right? <laughs> yeah that's, that's you I get both it's like yeah that's so cool you, you just want to see the lovely mother so you need to do your job correctly and like in quality and things like that so i'll say that like the cool. people who is in charge right now it's an amazing and we have an rgm like uh it's jordi valles from like uh, spain he used to be what's the name jordi valles he's from spain he used to be a chef in the ritz cartons Mexico as well. He's from wow. Spain, but he's an amazing chef, like an amazing GM. So he's a new one, and damn, he's making cool stuff in the place. Awesome. So if you wanna visit there? Like that, that will recommend you. And well, let's try to work out more and CrossFit. <laughs> and another thing that I have to say, and I always like glad to say that, like we're an awesome like doctor, dude. To be honest, like I have Thank like you. two bad injuries that you just kill it, dude. Just <laughs> to be honest, at some point, remember. Back in May, when I feel that my shoulders were fucked up, like I, mm. I was like, I cannot carry even as a Depan. It's killing me all the time. Yeah, and I and you just give me one physical therapy session, <laughs> give me exercise, and I was like, damn, dude, like I'm feeling good right now. I can grab like this Depans and things like that, and I feel really good because I was dying. My arms yeah, were dying, dying. And also, when I was back in 2019, when I had like the injury in my back, yeah, like the exercise that you gave me is like. Damn, like I feel amazing after that. <laughs> like I can work at the game because, like, at some point, you know, when you and this is something that the people has to know. If you feel bad, don't ignore. Go mm. to a doctor right away. Mm-hmm. Matthew is a really good doctor that you can visit. Thank it's you. It's like don't don't wait because if you wait, you're gonna have a even worse and it will be difficult. And to be honest, if you are cheap to go to a doctor go right away because it's only going to get more expensive it's way expensive so just do it right now when you feel it just do it go and Matthew is one of the best ones here in the island he's the best doctor of the world for me but (laughs) yeah I'll say go with Matthew and I have like two two already injuries that healed that like that's amazing and, and that's always what I recommend like to go like yeah doing that and 
don't leave it like positive things because like if you leave it past it will be worse mm. so yeah and Matthew is a really good one and truly really professional and yeah go with him if you <laughs> if you have an injury go with him for sure and he's gonna help you with that so it's one of the, the things that I wanna add it cool hey so. well thank you man I appreciate it <laughs> alright well we're gonna we're gonna head down to the Vanderbilt right now uh, did, did they close at 10? Uh, nah, I think this is already close, but we're going to uh, find another thing. Hey, all right. <laughs> the podcast was more fun. Like, all right, we're going to pass that. Vanderbilt will save for another time. Yeah, well, all right, sweet. Maybe all next right. week. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll head out. Cool. So, signing off. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs>